Tori Krug is injured. And, you know, this really does concern me because this is the last thing that the St. Louis Blues need to deal with. This is all coming up on Locked on Blues. Your Locked on Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to Locked On Blues, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I am your host, Haley Taylor Simon, and I am excited to talk to you about the St. Louis Blues in this time of year. It is nearing the best time, which is October, obviously, but today the Blues were on ice as a couple of the St. Louis Blues players were on the ice training as it is training camp time. Um, So we're going to talk you and I, about Tori Krug and his injury, about training camp, what to expect, and then Blues History Minute of the Day. But I want to just let you know, I was in the midst of recording this episode probably about 15 minutes ago, and I was heating up a gluten-free, dairy-free pizza, and before I even put the pizza in the oven, all of a sudden, when it was preheating, the oven just went ballistic and was beeping, and obvious. that's, I can't, have a video with, you know, 20 minutes of beeping. So I had to wait a little bit. So that's kind of what I've been dealing with here. Um, So again, I just want to let you know that this is going to be the busiest time of the year, but the best time of the year when talking about the St. Louis Blues. But I thought that was funny because of course, when I try cooking, that happens. And also today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a professional with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That is J-A-C-E medical.com. All right. So Tori Krug, oh man, what is going on with him? Well, I can tell you this, that he will be reevaluated October 1st. So do not panic just yet, even though of course I panicked. Um, when I saw the news come out, my immediate reaction was like, are you kidding me? Um, and he is definitely going to be missing the start of training camp. It is a foot injury, by the way. Um, so I should have mentioned that he suffered a right foot injury during the off-season training session that he had. And as I said, he will be reevaluated on October 1st. This was announced yesterday morning, but... You know, I wanted to talk about on today's episode. Now, he is a player that is a bad loss in a sense that I believe that this is a guy that happens to be a very solid defenseman. And I like Tori Krug. I think that he provides a lot to the Blues. So not having him... Yeah, it draws me some concern, but at the same time, I like that he will be reevaluated quite early. Um, I know that there's tons of athletes that have foot injuries, ankle injuries, you name it, that take some months, if not years, to recover from because there are so many nerves, and I don't know all the medical stuff, right? I'm just going based off of what I do know, and it makes me feel a little bit better that he's going to be reevaluated quite soon if I'm being blunt. So hopefully he will be back, but 
again, this concerns me about the season ahead, that if he is already sustaining an injury in the offseason while training, then who's to say that he's going to be healthy um, during the season? And again, that's me kind of just speculating, going off a little bit, but definitely makes me a little nervous. And, you know, and the Blues, their season begins October 12th at Dallas. And it doesn't make me feel great that he will be playing there. I don't know if that's going to happen. But this is his fourth season with the Blues. And it definitely would help the younger players on the team, like a Tyler Tucker, who I really like. But then again, you have, you know, Justin Folk, Nick Letty, Colton Paraco. I mean, you have different players that can step up, but it definitely, I think, would be a loss. And I'm hoping that, you know, Tori recovers quickly. I hate player injuries. And maybe it's because I kind of see, you know, how the players are outside of the game. And I know that this is not what Tori would want. And uh, this is not good for the Blues, but overall, you know, Tori Krug is 32 years old. He's had a great career, right, with Boston, uh, the Knights, you know, here in St. Louis. So he's definitely a guy that's known around the league, a guy that is very dependable, reliable. And, you know, despite all this, you know, this drama from the offseason with him not wanting to waive his uh, no-trade clause, which, again, Totally up to him, so I respect it 100%. I'm always going to defend that. Um, My heart does go out to him because he's dealt with probably a lot this offseason, and he just wants to play the game. And at the end of the day, when you have a player that just wants to play the game, you just want them to be able to play. And I want them to be able to play. But when I mentioned about other players, like a Tyler Tucker, he is a young player that I see a lot of potential in. So it is not, I see, but this is like, I have to be careful of how I'm wording this. I am happy that there will be other guys maybe getting a chance. But when Tori is better again, when he's healthy again, I will be, um, wait, Tori Krug never played for the Knights. Why did I say the Knights? He only played for the Bruins. Was I thinking of Petrangelo? Oh, my gosh. Uh, it's like that Puckadoo game. I just, like, completely – he only played for the Bruins. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I think that's, like, the funniest thing. I was, like, the Golden Knights, and I was definitely thinking of Petrangelo. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, my God. Um, yay, hockey girl here. No, that actually is really funny. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh, that is actually very funny. <laughs> oh man, I can make myself laugh at least, um, which is good. So I, you know, we need to laugh more in life, but that was a good one. I was like, oh yeah, the Golden Knights. Nope. See, if I was playing that Puckadoo game, I would have uh, taken the L on that one which would not be good. But the point of what I'm saying is guys like a Tyler Tucker, they get this opportunity and I am happy 
that he will be able to make more of an impact. But at the same time, when our friend Tori Krug is ready to play again, I will be ecstatic to see him back on the ice. It's one of those things, it's kind of like a give and take, right? Where injuries happen all the time in sports. And I'm sure, and I hate to say it, there will be more injuries to happen potentially in the future, which obviously I don't want injuries. Do not take that away from this at all. But when players get injured, other players have to step up. So this is an opportunity for different players to step up and make themselves known. And this is the thing, and this is not even just hockey. This is life. Whenever something negative might happen, there might be a reason to step up. If I can't even think of anything that's not hockey related. If your goalie goes down, your backup will need to step up. And if your backup steps up and then he goes down and then you need your backup backup goalie, then he's going to step up. And then if he goes down and you need a goalie, but you don't have a goalie, so that it's just some random guy that's at the game that's a medical personnel that has to dress up in the pads, then he's going to step up. In life, it is always about stepping up. And it's about supporting your teammates. So I am excited, yes, to see what a Tyler Tucker can do. Yes, I'm excited to see the example that a Nick Letty, that a Justin Folk, that a Colton Paraco will bring to the team. But I hope that this is just a lesson here that when players get injured, it is not a positive. It is not something to be excited about. So my heart does go out to Tory Krug, and I just have a feeling that he's going to recover quickly from this just because they wouldn't be reevaluating him on October 1st, which is relatively soon for um, a foot injury. So I am hoping that he is okay. My thoughts are with Mr. Tory Krug. Um, it just sucks. It really does. Jace Medical. So Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. And all it takes to get a Jace Case is to fill out a simple online form. And in some cases, jump on a quick call with some of our board-ified, certified positions. And this is really important, right? Because I myself, I have some medical situations and I think that having this Jace case really will help you when you go out. If you're out and about and something comes up, you know that you are protected. And health is super important. I will always preach that. And my health is important. And I've been, you know, that's why I'm now gluten and dairy free. So, um, so the nice thing about the Jace case is, is that they make it so easy. All you have to do is go online, fill out a form, and then you get your prescription life-saving medications right to your door. Super easy. So save more than $360 by getting these life-saving antibiotics with Jace Medical Plus. An additional $20 off by using code locked on at checkout on jacemedical.com. That's J-A-C-J-A-S-E medical.com. You know, the funny thing about, well, not funny thing about my medical stuff that was going on 
But <laughs> when people were like, oh, hell, like, why are you gluten and dairy free? I'm like, medical reasons. And they're like, okay, but like, why? And I'm like, medical reasons. And that's been like something I've been saying. So I love that um, us here. I know I'm moving. I'm turning on my light. It got really dark because of this whole pizza situation. So hold on one second. Oh, we have light again. You can see me. Hi. Um, okay. Trading camp. What's going on? You saw the players wearing their blue notes and, you know, me. I'm a hockey girl. So when I saw that, I was obviously excited. So, okay. Hale, what's going on? Talk to me. Let me know. Okay. So our friend... Doug Armstrong, who is obviously the Blues GM, we call him Army here um, in St. Louis, announced today the team's roster for the 2023 Tom Curvers Prospect Showcase from September 15th to the 17th in St. Paul, Minnesota. So this showcase will feature the Blues, the Minnesota Wild, and the Chicago Blackhawks with all games taking place at the Tria Rink at Treasure Island Center in downtown St. Paul. So the Blues will play two games overall, including Friday against the Wild and Saturday against the Blackhawks. I don't like the Blackhawks, but I'm sure we're going to be seeing uh, Connor Bedard. So fun. Um, so the games are actually going to be available to you on YouTube. So it'll be on the Blues YouTube channel. And I might be coming on Saturday to make a reaction video after that game just because you know how I feel about Chicago and I cannot wait until Monday to talk about it. Okay, so this is the practice schedule. It will be tomorrow, Thursday at 9.15 a.m. And then Friday, the September 15th at 10 a.m. at Sen Oh, my God, I always mess this up. It's Senneton Community Ice Center. And then the game schedule... Friday will be against the Wild at 7 p.m. And then on Saturday will be against the Blackhawks at 6 p.m. So that is that information. But we're going to get to the fun part. I said fun part about who will be playing. So this is the prospect roster. Again, I've said this once and I will say it again. A lot of these guys have the most difficult names to pronounce. And you know, I've been covering the NHL now for about five years, even more. It's never going to get easy, so I try my best. I'm just used to the nicknames, honestly, because it just makes it a lot easier, and that is that. So if the forwards, we have our friends, Mikhail Abramov, Nikita Alexandrov, Oh, okay, never mind. Okay, no, that is true. Um, Italo Biasca, and this means indicates amateur tryout. So he will be having an amateur tryout. I think he is. Nope, he's not the only one. Then we have Samuel Bidden. Ah, Zachary Bodick. And then Alexis Bonfon, who will also be having an amateur tryout. Zach Dean, Tanner Dickinson, Andre Heim, Mitch Holschner, Matisse, Laferre, Kian, Rashkarak. I actually didn't do, 
I didn't do a bad job considering that I suck at this. Defense, we have Jeremy Biabutica, Michael Bushinger, Quentin Burns, Mark Andre God. Oh my gosh. Good day. Matthew Kessel, Leah Luff, Matt Mayich, Hunter Skinner. And then in net, it will be Will Cranley, Colton Ellis, and then Vadim Zarenko. Fun. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah, none of the guys from this draft obviously wasn't expecting my friend Debor Dvorsky to be here, but that would have been nice. Um, yeah. yep. But no, this will be fun. It's kind of like the first glimpse of some blues hockey, which I always like. I am so excited for some St. Louis Blues hockey again. And I've missed it a lot. So this will be a fun way to, you know, watch the young guys. And who knows? Some of these guys could really impress us. And, you know, there's two guys that are having an amateur tryout. So good for them. I always root for the underdog, right? That's kind of my mentality. But these games are going to really open at least my eyes as to what these young prospects will bring. And especially when you have such solid prospects. I mean, not so much on the wild, honestly. But on the Blackhawks, there are so many solid, great prospects. And I feel like playing against them in a way will really give these guys a true test. And both of these games are important, obviously, for some of these guys. This is their chance to make it. So I will be looking forward to seeing what they are going to bring to the ice. But this is the best time of the year. I just, I'm going to be watching a Blues hockey game. I don't care if it's a prospect showcase. I will be watching a St. Louis Blues hockey game. Oh, I miss hockey. I miss hockey. But I most importantly miss Blues hockey. So if it feels like it's been quite a while, actually, since um, the season. That's just because of not being in the postseason, which doesn't really help. But this is why this is the most exciting time, because you see the young prospects and I think that the prospects makes it better because that's the future of the St. Louis Blues. So it's just like a glimpse of the future and what the Blues can be. Also, I want to let you know that the NHL preseason game against the Coyotes is nearing as it is Saturday, September 23rd at 3 p.m. And the reason why I'm saying this, it is um, September 13th today. So that means it's only 10 days away until our first preseason game, which is so crazy. I began doing this podcast in June, and obviously coming in during the summer isn't, you know, the most exciting time, but now I get to talk some games with you. I am so excited about that. So that's something that I've been looking forward to is to finally do my regular NHL season uh, content talking about the St. Louis Blues with you. So before I continue on, I just want to let you know that you can find Locked on Blues on Twitter, X, whatever it is, at Locked on Blues. My own Twitter account, which is Haley T. Simon. 
And of course, if you're on YouTube and you see me, hello, how are you? Make sure you subscribe. Um, we're at 750, which is unbelievable. And I really enjoyed um, talking to you all and interacting with my everydayers. And I think you know how much I just love hockey. And uh, yeah, so I just wanted to uh, let you know about that. So let's go see. I am pulling up something that one of the listeners, okay, I have to click on the read more. They make these so difficult sometimes. Okay. So basically, <laughs> one of my listeners to this podcast sent me an article and wanted me to react to it. And there's really nothing on Blue's History Minute of the Day, so I'm just going to do a reaction instead. So one thing that I've been talking a lot on Locked on Blues is about the Blues' future captain. And this is a list that Yahoo Sports came out with about – eight teams that either need a captain or need a new captain, right? And for St. Louis, and I knew this was going to happen, um, it says Robert Thomas. And I said it's going to either be Thomas or Shen. But I'm going to read what the article said because I think this is actually very, like, accurate. There is a case to be made for Braden Shen here, but when St. Louis gets around to naming its next captain, it's likely looking to the future rather than the past. Thomas is under contract through 2030 to 2031 and was named an alternative captain for the first time last season, giving him an edge over linemate Jordan Cairo. Colton Paracco is looming as a compromise between Shen and Thomas as he is younger and under team control longer than former, as well as more experienced than the latter. He's a worthy candidate, but sticking the C on the first line center is a standard move. If St. Louis wants a captain this year, Shen or Paracco might edge out Thomas. If the Blues wait a little longer, Thomas is probably the guy. Who said that? Who said that right? That the article just said right now it's going to basically be Shen if the Blues wanted to stick it on somebody now. But who said for the longevity it will be Robert Thomas? I said that here in Locked On Blues. I, told, I knew it. I knew that I was not the only one that thought that way because so many people were like, hell, you know, it's just going to be Thomas. They're not going to even consider Shen. But for this one season, it could be Braden Shen, and I said that. So let me find you some that to me so I can thank you properly. That was sent to me by Kevin J. So, Kevin, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I, you know, if you ever want me to react to something, answer some questions that you have, let me know, and I certainly will. This was a fun episode today of Locked on Blues, a part of the Locked on Podcast Network. I will talk to you tomorrow about some more details about what I've been seeing from some of the new Blues players, like Kevin Hayes, who is wearing the blue note. That will be up tomorrow on Locked on Blues. Until then, like I always say, let's go Blues.